where's the best place to buy tires? Where's the best repair shop for my hybrid? Questions about your car? Drive into Dobbs. With more than 40 locations, our team of technicians will get the job done right the first time. For deals you can use, click on gotodobbs.com now. For over two decades, E&B Granite has been St. Louis's trusted name for kitchen, bathroom, and outdoor space renovations that are guaranteed to bring new life into your living spaces. Their skilled team will provide you with personalized customer service, fast turnaround times, and prices you won't find with big box stores. Support local and schedule free consultation at enbgranite.com or call them at 314-645-9300 or better yet, stop by the showroom and explore their massive inventory. Again, that's enbgranite.com. Joey Vitale views things a little differently. Just imagine how he looks at hockey. Whoa! This is The View from Vitale, brought to you by Scott Lee Heating Company, a proud Mitsubishi Electric Elite contractor. Dan McLaughlin, I'm Anthony Stalter. Let's head to our 101 ESPN Celebrity Live. We've got our guy Joe Vitale, who will be on the call tonight for the Blues Radio Network alongside Chris Kerber down in Tampa. What's up, Joe? Yo, boys, what's going on? It's, it's sunny and hot down in Tampa. Hope it's hope it's sunny warm there in St. Louis for you. Joe, you know it's not. Why do you have to do that? You did that I'm a couple not- of weeks ago, too, when you were out, out in Cali. Listen, I just love rubbing the salt in the wound. You know me. I'm a hockey guy. Well, uh, checking the schedule around. You're going to be back here soon, Joe. I know. Too soon. Too soon. No, I'm looking forward to coming back for Christmas. That's for sure. Yeah. Hey, what do you expect tonight, Joe? Just uh, <laughs> let's dub? get right to it. What do you expect tonight? I'm, I'm expecting a fast game so I can get my butt to Fort Lauderdale ASAP. Tomorrow's a day off. I'm going to be sitting on the beach all day. Don't uh, tell my wife. Hopefully she's not listening. No, she's she'll not. Be home with the, she'll be home with the five kids. School's out. She's probably got gingerbread things going on and cookies and mayhem but i'll be on the beach but i'm gonna tell her i have a lot of work to do that day no i'm looking forward to a good game tonight it should be a fun one 5-0 shutout when the tampa bay lightning came to town near there in november a shutout there for jordan bennington he's had great numbers against tampa guys and it's going to be a good test here tonight as tampa is coming off the road first game back sometimes you can get a little bit complacent in your first game on home ice and certainly the blues looking to make it three in a row here and Keep climbing under Drew Bannister, but it was a good morning skate this morning. It should be a fun tilt tonight. Hey, Joe, from what you know about Jordan Cairo, could this be a bit of a you know fork in the road? Dan phrased it, fork in the road moment, just this season. Not necessarily his career, but just this season. From what you know of Cairo, could this be the moment where maybe things start to click for the young player? Yeah, I think so. I think that you know sometimes you, you deal with a little adversity. You get kind of punched in the mouth a little bit. You know, a lot of it was self-induced. He realizes that. I think it was a good learning lesson for everybody, including Jordan. And, you know, now he's on a top line with Pavel Buchnevich and Robert Thomas. And those guys have looked terrific over the last two games. I had a great chat with Robert Thomas this morning. And these three are just feeling it. They're stepping over the boards with confidence and swagger. And they got the feeling, as Robert told me this morning, that they just can't screw anything up. And that, that's a really good feeling as a player. Uh, you got your line mates all clicking. You got the chemistry. You got the communication. Uh, everyone's anticipating each other's moves so well, which has been leading to great offense. Uh, so for Jordan Cairo, I think that uh, this could definitely be something that propels him forward. Certainly a roller coaster of emotions. Last week, uh, number one star last game. You hear the crowds. You heard the cheers. You saw the smile on Jordan Cairo just 48 hours after tears. So, you know, it's, it's a lot going on. It's the sport of hockey. It's the ebb and flows. It's the ups and the downs and the peaks and the valleys. And I think he's managed it very, very well. He's got great support from his teammates. And I know that, you know, for a Cairo and for a Thomas specifically, 
you know, I think this coaching change, I think it's been a good thing specifically for those two players, young players, calmer players, players that like to go out there and just play. This isn't a knock on or knock on, you know, Craig Berube. Certainly they, those two players would be the first to tell you how much they love Chief. It's just a different vibe right now with Drew Bannister on the bench. He doesn't say much. He lets the players go out there and just play. He's got a very calm demeanor. You know, Chief was kind of the opposite. He was a, a, a high-tempo, high-octane, emotional guy. He, he prided himself on trying to really get a lot out of the players by being that rah-rah type. And some players respond really well to it. I think for a while there, the younger players did. I think maybe it wore on him a little bit. And certainly now with Drew Bannister in the seat, I think that you're starting to see some of the younger players really find their stride, including Jordan Cairo. Outside of that, what are some of the, the technical differences that you're you're just picking up on? And I know it's early. You've been to morning skates. You're, you're watching practices. But maybe some of the differences that you're seeing from just a week ago. You know, Danny, I think that we've seen a lot more attention to detail in morning skates. You know, and, you know, keep in mind, morning skates are they're different for everyone. You know, there's half the guys on this Blues team that love morning skates. There's half the guys that hate morning skates. You know, for fans out there, yes, they skate the morning of the game. It wasn't something players used to do. It was actually Scotty Bowman was the first coach to implement this, and he did it uh, for a lot of fans who don't know because a lot of the old-school 70s and 80s players of the Detroit Red Wings would, you know, go out and get after it, especially on the road the night before, and he wanted to get the guys up early in the morning and sweat out whatever they did the night before. So that was kind of the reason behind the morning skate. Now, nowadays, it's, it's very different, right? Players are much more responsible. Guys are very in tune with their bodies and, and what they need to do to take care of their bodies heading into games. And they're far more professional, I think, in a lot of ways than they were you know, 20, 30, 40 years ago. Uh, but at the same time, the morning skate still has been implemented. Uh, you see a lot more optionals these days. But for the couple morning skates we've seen under Drew Bannister, including the one we saw this morning, a little bit different of a look than, than Craig Berube. And, you know, Craig Berube was one, you know, get him out there, get him loose, the same you know, four blue line routine. He makes a couple passes, get a couple shots, and then call it a day. Drew Bannister, it's not 20 minutes. It's more like 35, 40 minutes. It's almost double the time, it seems. I think he's managing rest appropriately on the off days, but morning skates have a lot of detail to it. There's there's rhythm to it. Uh, there's purpose behind it. And there's, there's, a, there's a little more energy, I would say, for the morning skates. We saw it for the first time there against the Ottawa Senators. It proved to be a great start for the Blues. And I know Drew Bannister, of course, with the longer morning skate this morning, especially more attention to the power play, uh, looking for that same start here against this Lightning group. Joey Vitale joins us right now on the Fast Lane on 101 ESPN. He'll be alongside Chris Kerber tonight as the Blues take on the Lightning. Joe, is the num- when, it, when it's all said and done on the ice, is Drew Bannister's number one priority the special teams? Absolutely. 100%, no doubt. I mean, I talked to Kevin Hayes about this last week. I said, Kevin, I mean, literally, give me one thing. If you guys change one thing, could you guys be in a different spot? He said, he said Joe V, listen, it's one thing. If we get our power play clicking even a little bit, we don't even need to be top 10 in the league. Let's just put ourselves in the middle of the pack. I'm not even going to call it special team stalls. I'm going to say PK's been good. It's been good enough. Mm-hmm. It's just the power play. You get that power play clicking, man, I tell you what, uh, they had a great power play goal against the Dallas Stars. It proved to be a difference. It was a difference maker in the game. Without a doubt, it was a difference maker in that game. The Blues came from behind a 2 nothing. Uh, deficit that came from behind, and that Brandon Todd power play goal was a huge reason for that. It's going to give you life. It's going to give you a little bit of jump. It's going to get you back in games, or it's going to give you an insurance goal late to prove some wins. You know, with the Blues, as dreadful as it's been for the first third of the season, if they can figure out a way to go from 8 9%, which they were a lot this year, let's get that up to 16 17%. Again, you're not at the top. You're just in the middle of the pack. That's the difference of another 
five, six, seven goals over the next 10 to 15 games. Well, five, six, seven goals, that could be a difference of, you know, four, maybe five more wins, which is 10 more points, which puts you in a playoff spot where you're on the inside looking out. Or as it said, if you don't get those goals, now you're on the outside wanting to be in. Mm-hmm. I mean, that to me is the biggest difference. They have a penalty kill that's good enough. They have the goaltending that's good enough. Their five-on-five play has been pretty consistent all year long, uh, except for a couple of bruisers here and there. But for the most part, five-on-five has been there. So I think if, if you just continue to get the power play going in the right direction, uh, certainly build some momentum off that Dallas game, you can be in a good spot. Brad Richards, of course, is in the building here today. We saw him there at Morning Skate. He's going to be the power play consultant working side-by-side with Steve Ott. And like I said, almost 300 goals as a player. 32% of them came off the power play. So he certainly knows the stuff on the power play. I saw him this morning talking to Drew Bannister. They were t- talking about the board, talking about the net front, and, and certainly they got great minds on top of it. Now can the players go out there and execute it? So he had 11 players on the Blues roster that, that he coached in the AHL, and so he's familiar with some of this roster, and then he's not familiar maybe with some of the veterans. Do you see veterans buying in with a new voice, new voice behind the bench, different way of doing things? Do you you got to get buy-in from the veterans. Do you see that so far? You know, Danny, it's, it's a great question because you're right. You're, you're going to get buy-in right away from the new the young players, right? We know the Scott Prunoviches, the Mackenzie McEachrins, right, the Tyler Tuckers. They've been with this coach. They know exactly what it is, and you're going to get a lot of jump from them. Even a player like Jordan Bennington, he coached Jordan Bennington in San Antonio. A lot of people don't realize this. He actually coached Jordan Bennington in the juniors as well, in the Sioux. So he's been around a lot. He's seen a lot of these players. But the big question mark is, how do you get buy-in from the veterans? Well, there's one answer. You get buy-in from the veterans when you start winning. I mean, that's plain and simple. I mean, you got to see results. I mean, for a lot of these older guys, you know, the Brandon Saad, the Tory Crew, the Justin Falk, these guys have been on the league a long, long time. Nick Letty, right? They, they have their ways about them. You're not going to change much about them. It's like an old dog. You're not going to teach an old dog new tricks. But when you start winning, right, you start, you start backing that up with some wins and you start to say, oh, this guy may know what he's talking about. And then all of a sudden you get more buy-in from the veterans because everyone loves to win. And that, that feeling, of course, it is very contagious. And I think with the two wins we've seen so far, you're starting to see these veterans with a lot more buy-in. You're starting to see a power play that's starting to take off and give some guys a little bit of jump. You know, there's, there's a lot of individuals on this team that, you know, yes, they're playing for the team, but every individual's got a motivation. You know, I had Todd Reardon in, in, in the minors, and he'd come in before most games. We'd have guys that played 800 games in the National Hockey League. I, at the time, hadn't played zero. He said, everyone's got a motivation. Everyone's got something that they're trying to get to. You know, maybe, maybe you want to get to the NHL. Maybe you want to play one more year to support your family. Whatever it is, you've got to figure out what that is. So we have veterans on this team, you know, whether it be a Sammy Blay, who's a UFA. Scott Prudovich is a UFA. Kevin Hayes, right, he's another player that still wants to prove this league wrong. Right? I think he had spent a couple of years in Philly, dropped off a little bit. They were, of course, were sellers on him over the summer, and now he's got nine goals looking at double digits early. He could have 20, 25 goals this year if he keeps running that he's going. So everyone's got a motivation. Everyone's got something that's going to drive them. And I think for Drew Bannister – with those wins piling up, you're going to start seeing individual success more. And then, of course, as we know, it's just a snowball effect in the right direction. Joe, great stuff, man. We uh, we look forward to l- uh, listening to you tonight as the Blues take on the Lightning, and we'll check back with you next week. Sounds good, boys. Always a pleasure. You guys have a great week. You too. Thanks, Joe. See ya.